Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Well, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Holy crap. Yeah, tomorrow's the day, right? Tomorrow's the big old tomorrow's election day, man. Uh, I have not voted yet. My wife and family unit and I are, are doing that tomorrow. It's not because that we didn't want to early vote, but we just had so much crap going on last week that every day we just put it off. So we decided, no, we'll just do it on the day. We'll have plenty of time. So we're voting tomorrow. I, I suspect a lot of people are. And and call me up. <clears throat> we're kind of going to leave the uh, lines open for the next couple of hours. Uh, have you already voted? Did you purposefully wait so you could vote tomorrow because you're concerned about, you know, uh, somebody meddling with the early vote? Uh, how are you feeling about the your vote going into this tomorrow? Um, you know, Trey and I spent a lot of time talking about it, obviously, on Ware and Rima. He spent a lot of time talking about it on the Trey Ware show, show. And I said a number of times, I feel pretty good about tomorrow. Um, I think there's a lot of people who, who are waiting till tomorrow, tomorrow to, to, to vote. I think there are a lot of uh, people who are not Republicans who are going to vote Republican tomorrow. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We had Governor Abbott on, Ware and Rima. We were very lucky to get him on. And, uh, you know, I asked him, I said, well, you know, do you think uh, we, a, president, a president, a lot of uh, uh, Democrats in leadership have been saying, well, this thing could take days before we know anything. Which is kind of like setting up the cheat, right? You know, uh, uh, calling election deniers also domestic threats and whatnot and greg abbott remind the governor reminded us of laws here in texas that uh, prevent that or are meant to prevent that sort of thing and our government said in other words not in texas and so our gov- governor said uh, no we'll, we'll know either by midnight or 1 a.m and i trust him on that but as far as how the whole damn thing goes coast to coast i don't know like I said, I feel good about that. I feel good about the election going into it. But this, I, I don't, I, I, I'm going to stop shy of uh, of predicting anything because I don't know. <laughs> There's my deep political analysis. I don't know. I hope it goes our way. We got a diesel shortage now looming on the horizon there, uh, you know, and uh, that's really going to screw us over on top of a recession. I'm not an economic genius either, but I know that a diesel shortage is going to affect the price of everything. And you layer that on top of the economic problems we already have, especially going into January 1st. And, uh, baby, we just can't, we can't afford another two years of, of this track we're on right now with these people. So uh, you tell me what you're thinking, what you're feeling, 210-599-5555. And, and we're seeing this on Where and Rama, you know, a lot of folks, and I, maybe I've said it before, too, I don't know, like you come up on an election, on an election, and you say, this is the most important election of our lives. And I try to be careful about saying that, you know, uh, every election is important, but this one tomorrow really, 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 really is. <laughs> 
It really sort of is. <laughs> if you want to continue living in something that used to be known as the United States of America, tomorrow's really important. Uh, let's go to John. John, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mr. Ryma, except it occurs to me, your preface of the question of do you think they're going to mess with the vote, that wasn't a question we had to ask in 2012, <laughs> 2016, 2014. It is sad. It is genuinely sad that we have to ask that question. Right. It, may, it hurts. My, I'm, not, I'm not blaming you. You are a no, I know personality. You You're asking. Right. It's, I don't. I'm old enough to remember in 2004 when we had we knew that Bush won re-election that night. In 2018, we knew the Democrats had Congress that night. But now we just can't get it done for weeks. It's it's embarrassing as a country to like you talk to a Canadian. Hey guys, we we take a week for elections and they kind of raise their eyebrows at you. Right. Why is that? In this in the era of digital technology, why does it take you that long? Well, the common thinking is that if you're if you're the Democrats, you need to find out how many votes you need to win after the election's held. <laughs> so, you know, I laugh at it, but it's sad. You know, it's very sad and disturbing that this is where we are. And, Sean, since it's your show and you get to make the rules, I'm going to press you anyway. Please make a prediction. Please. What do you think? 51-49, Come have, on, man. I have no idea. I mean, I, I really don't. I, all I, this closest I'll get is I feel really good about tomorrow. Uh, I'll take your I, politician's I, answer. I appreciate your. I appreciate. No, that's not a. Yeah, that's not a politician's answer. I just. I don't like to predict stuff where I really don't have a, a true sense to offer a solid prediction. I'm not being political. I just. I don't know. <laughs> I've been shocked before, you know. In observing these things, you know, we we had the uh, the midterms. I'm trying to think of what year that was uh, when essentially it was us against Obamacare. And we did well in the midterms, but then a lot of those people who were supposed to do battle with Obamacare, well, they didn't. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I never thought we'd elect Barack Obama to the Oval Office. Uh, when Barack Obama first got in, and I saw, uh, you know, not that uh, uh, John Cain was the greatest candidate at, in, the, in the world, certainly not. He had Sarah with him, and she was, you know, tracking pretty good. But we elected Barack Obama. My first thought was, my God, we just elected a radical to the Oval Office. So, IDK, you know, I, I don't know. I hope it goes well. I, I feel like it's going to go well tomorrow, but I'm not going to offer percentages. Plus, I'm not that smart. That's Ricardi's territory. I can't come up with actual percentages. I don't know. I uh, My prayer is that it's over-freaking-whelming. That's my prayer, that it's over-freaking-whelming. Uh, and I feel really good about it, but I'm not going to make an outright prediction. Here's Debbie. Debbie, how you doing? I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, as a voter myself, <clears throat> and uh, I'm a nurse, and I work with elderly. Well, God and bless all you. But I just want to extend my opinion out there that a lot of people are not mechanically inclined and a lot of people who want to vote are afraid they're saying how hard it is. And I just want to let everybody know that it is important to vote, but it's not hard. No, it's not at there all. Are people that are, <laughs> no, not at all. And the only thing you have to do is show your driver's license. Yeah. And thank God for that. That's it. Um, and But vote. 
because if people want to stay where we are today and not be able to go anywhere or food prices going high, then vote the other way. But if you want to change in America like we all do, vote, 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 and it's easy. It is very easy. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Debbie. She's right. The, 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 the thing that's going to take you the longest might be just waiting to get in there. The line to get in might be the t- toughest obstacle you face. And it's not an obstacle. You just got to sit there and wait. But the actual process, you show your driver's license, bada bing, bada boom, you're there at the pole. It's all digital. It's all it's a touch screen, you know. Check your ballot. I mean, you, you want to check your ballot when, when you got everything done. But I guarantee you the whole process will, if it takes five minutes, it's taking too long. Forget about it. Forget about it. Just make sure you check the ballot, though. That's one thing I will say. Make sure nothing gets switched up. 210-599-5555. Joe, Joe, how you doing? Fantastic, Sean. Thank mm. you for taking my call. Sure. How are you? Not too bad for uh, election eve, as it were. Fantastic. Great show, great show, but... Uh, so I vote on election day. I always have, and I predict it's going to be an absolute landslide. Yeah, I'm feeling it. There's a lot of frustration, a lot of anger, and the anger is made even worse in a sense when your leadership is is obsessing on a former president and abortion rights, <laughs> which is essentially what we have going on here. Uh, so I, I think a lot of people who don't have ours uh, at the end of their names, and I appreciate the call, are going to be out voting uh, for ours. One more. Debbie, Debbie, how you doing? Hi, Sean. Hey. I'm good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. So I think tomorrow will go well. I'm, I'm anticipating a landslide. I voted Friday. Yeah. The line was long, but it went fast. So from the time I got in the line until I finished voting and put my ballot in the scanner was 45 minutes exactly. Right, right. 45 minutes to change the direction of the nation. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Not a big deal. I'm I'm really worried about the direction of the state right now because of um, Beto. Like, I just saw a bumper sticker on somebody's car that said, Save Texas, vote Beto. God. I'm really worried about people like that. <laughs> I, I Again, I, I think there's a lot of Abbott signs not being put in the yard this year. Uh, right. Beto people don't care that you know they're a moron. You know, because <laughs> I, I, you know, that's what it says to me. I love the meme that's been going around. Nothing says I hate Texas more than vote for Beto than a Beto sign in your yard or something like that, you know. I got to run, Debbie, but thank exactly. you so much for the call. All right. <laughs> Rock on. Okay. Uh, we'll talk, Hilda, if you can hang on, we'll talk to you when we get back. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Again, it's Election Day Eve. We're talking about it, getting your thoughts. Tomorrow's the day. I ain't doing a damn thing today. When I get done today, okay, I'm about an hour and a half. I'm going home, and I'm taking it easy for the rest of this day, man. I'm just going to put the news on, James and Don, and I'm just going to take it easy because tomorrow's going to be a long damn day. Yeah, but tomorrow is the days that 
That's like, oh our, yeah, it's our Super Bowl. I'm really excited oh, about yeah. work tomorrow. Me too. And That's Wednesday, why I want to be really nice and rested for it. And Wednesday's going to be even mm. more nuts. Wednesday's going to be crazy, man. And then we have the uh, the the blood moon eclipse tomorrow night. <laughs> Hope this is not a sign or a portent. Hope I don't need my damn frog umbrella. Hilda, how are you, Hilda? Hi, just fine, Sean. I just wanted to comment regarding the polling sites that um, they have a, probably a lot more sites open throughout the city that if you find in your neighborhood community that the lines are too long, well, be, you, you can go right. look for another one, especially in the outskirts where there's, the lines are shorter. Sure. Yeah, you can, you, you know, it'll be easy. Just you got to get her done. That's all. Yes. Uh, thank you, Hilda. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got, we go to the school right down the street, so it's pretty easy for us in my in my hood. In my hood. Uh, Ernest, how are you? I'm doing great, Sean. Hey, you guys were talking about Beto signs. <laughs> I saw a good one. It took up the whole back window of a pickup truck, and it said, Beto eats tacos with a fork. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah, my- yeah, I appreciate the call, man. There's less to him than meets the eye, that Beto guy. Here, Mark, Mark, how you doing? Good, how about you, son? Not too bad for, for this particular Monday. Uh, the bellwether election, in my opinion, is U.S. District 28. I had the pleasure of meeting Cassie Garcia at a rally last Friday night over at the Blue Bonnet Palace. Oh, she's Ed great. Cruz was there and Chip Roy. But this race is razor-thin close. Both sides are putting huge amounts of money into it. So if you're a fan of Cassie, you need to get out there and vote. And please, please, please give yourself enough time. Get out there early and do it. Because this is a this is where this is the bellwether race where you can say if you're happy with Biden's policies and vote for her opponent. But if you're not happy with Biden's policies, vote Cassie Garcia in the twenty eighth. I concur, man. I appreciate the call, man. And she's an amazing person. We got to meet her uh, during the radiothon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being a, a weirdo, but she just lights up a room. When she walks into a room, she's got that amazing smile. She just lights up that whole room. So I wish her well tomorrow. I really do. Uh, 210-599-5555. We're going to take a break here in a minute. And then we come back, uh, well, we'll talk a little bit about the World Series, which was a a really freaking good game Saturday night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, when he hit that beautiful home run. That dude can swing a bat, man. Oh, my God. My buddy went to the game. Oh, did he? Lower level seat. Oh. $2,500. Wow. Did people go nuts? Well, I guess they obviously did. I uh man, it was a it was a fun game to watch. Uh, because it wasn't looking all that great the first half and getting into the sixth inning and stuff started really seriously happening. And Mattress Mac. Mattress how much did that guy win? Seventy five million dollars. Holy crap, you're a betting man. I mean that oh, must just make you drool. Every every gambler that's a degenerate like me is just <laughs> sitting at home going, I wish I had the money to bet that. Oh, uh, because how much did he lay down on the various with various cause he, he spread them out, right? Yeah. Over... Uh, the books only take so many bets. I mean, each place can't take them all. So but right. he did ten million, laid them out over different Damn. sports books, and had it plus seven fifty. So that's the seventy five million. 
and his mattress promotion this year only cost him $10 million. Amazing, man. And I got me my Astros hat in the mail. I'm wearing it right now. It cost me 34 damn dollars. I think also the, one of the coolest things was just Dusty Baker and, and his reaction and and – what a, I mean, just what a great part of the what great addition to the whole story is that the dude wins as a player, what, 1981, I think? Yeah, with the Dodgers. With the Dodgers, and here he is in the year 2022. He's the manager of the Astros, and they get this amazing win. All of baseball was rooting for Dusty Baker, except yeah. for Philly fans. Well, yeah. But, it, you know, very happy for him, man. And what a humble guy. He's just a pretty, you know. Low-key dude, and uh, very happy for him. And, yeah, it, that's the other part of it is when you show the Phillies and the Phillies fans right after they won, they're just – they just look so depressed, man. I'm not laughing at their misery, but – Oh, they're miserable no matter what. It's Philadelphia. <laughs> that's right. What am I saying? It's always miserable in Philadelphia. 210-599-5555. We'll take a little breaky-wakey-wakey. Wakey. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. <laughs> boogie, 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 boogie. New stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. There's a boogie in your nose. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Phone lines are open 210 599 5555. And uh, first off, Don Morgan, was there like a rock and roll Hall of Fame thing last night that I missed that I didn't watch or know anything uh, about? That was Saturday. That was Saturday. Saturday night. Right. I didn't watch it. I was watching the game. Was Dolly Parton there? Because she's rock and roll now, right? Right. She was there. She's not rock and roll, dude. She's not rock and roll. Well, they have rap artists in the. Rock Eminem and roll. got in, didn't he? Yeah. Right. Eminem is. The He's guy. not rock and roll either. He's a rap guy. And just because Dolly puts on leather and don't think we don't appreciate it, that doesn't make her rock and roll. She's still a country girl. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, um, in other news. <laughs> you never care what anyone says. What? You, know, you never care what anyone says. It's yes. <laughs> it's gotten worse the older I get. Yeah. Get to be an old fart and you just don't give a crap. Right. <laughs> I just don't care anymore, yeah. man. <laughs> The only time you the only time you care if anybody has anything to say is when you hear the words, "We're out of Totino's frozen pizzas." <laughs> then, then I get up. Hey, then, how did you know I had one over the weekend? Because I know you. This is I did because your thing for the longest time, and you shared this with us on the air, uh, back when we were doing the evening show, is you would leave here, you would go home, Syria would have dinner prepared, you wouldn't eat it, <laughs> but at some point in the middle of the night, you would get up and you would you would have. A Totino's frozen pizza, right, and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This is true. Good lord! And he would Why do you drink. Think I ended and, up in the hospital. And he would drink a bottle of vodka. No, not a bottle of vodka. A bottle of wine. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. I do a couple of shots of vodka, but not a whole bottle. <laughs> you were stopping. And then a bottle of Merlot, barefoot Merlot. That was my daily diet, James. As you're, I eat a, you were like a twenty-one-year-old, twelve-year-old. Yes, right. And a, and so I hadn't had a, 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 a Totino's party pizza in quite a while. And my, it was just my wife and I at the house and my mom, and so we decided to do party pizzas. And it's really just a big pizza cracker. <laughs> it's not even, you know, but I had, I don't know how Don Morgan knew that, but I, I he, psychically he must have known. I just know. That I had one. I could tell by the way you were holding your stomach when you walked in this morning. Well, you know, those little boogers stick with you. Yep. 
for a few days. I won't eat one again for another six months. Um, very, very briefly, this Elon Musk, Kathy Griffin stuff is hilarious, man. <laughs> she should just stop. Sweetheart, just stop. She, uh, she, she changed her account on Twitter to Elon Musk and changed her profile photo to his picture. And he suspended her account because you can't, under his new rules, if you, you can't impersonate somebody else. And if you're doing a parody, it has to be very clearly worded as, or, you know, listed as a parody. And, uh, and I guess she hadn't paid her eight bucks either. And uh, people were saying that she was suspended for imitating him. And he's like, actually, she was suspended for impersonating a comedian. Wow. (laughs) Ouch. That's a good one. Ooh, that burns, doesn't it, Kathy? You'll be holding up a severed head of Elon Musk soon. But then he said if she really wants her account back, she can have it. She has to pay the eight bucks, though. And uh, that's, you know, Elon, you just don't mess. He's just too smart. He's just going to burn you every time, man. It's like AOC. When are you going to learn to not go after that guy? Because you just end up looking like a jackass, like like Kathy Griffin. Oh, I would be clever. Look, I'm going on as Elon Musk. No blue check mark for you. (laughs) Remember when she was funny? No, I don't either. Um, 210. Has she ever been funny? Her mom was funnier than her. Who was um, her mom? Uh, they had a show. Her and her mom had a show on E. Mm-hmm. And her mom was the star of the show. Stole it. Yeah, I, I just, I, I never really got what was so supposedly so funny about her. And I've seen her act a few times in years past. She's just, she, her whole act is just being annoying. And it's like, pfft, being annoying isn't necessarily funny. At least that's what my wife tells me every day. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Again, you know, we're kind of leaving it up open uh, for your thoughts going into this big election, the big old election tomorrow. It's a big old election, very very important. Tomorrow's going to be a very very long day for a lot of us here in the media. Uh, perhaps Wednesday will be even longer. And so I'm just kind of getting your thoughts. How do you think it's going to go? Did you wait to vote? Uh, for tomorrow, uh, instead of, uh, getting involved with, uh, early voting, a lot of people decided not to do early voting this time out because they were concerned. They were somewhat cynical, uh, towards the process when Democrats are, where Democrats are concerned. You can't, you can't blame them for that. Uh, but what what are your thoughts going into this? If you have any predictions, uh, let them roll, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What Donald Trump said over the weekend? We got to deal with that, and uh, and I'll talk about that when we get back. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. The twenty twenty two midterms. Stay connected and informed. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Talking about Tamari and how we think it's going to go. Will and Johnny, hang on. First off, uh, Donald Trump on uh, Saturday night was in Pennsylvania for his Save American rally. And in a bizarre moment, he referred to Ron DeSantis as Ron uh, DeSanctimonious. 
Trump at 71, Ron DeSanctimonious at 10%, Mike Pence at 7. Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. <laughs> and a lot of people were upset about that. Uh, not sure what's going on there. He did, as I, I didn't know this, but Trey said he the next day, or either Sunday or, 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 well, I guess it must have been Sunday, he uh, came out and endorsed Ron DeSantis. But that was just kind of a bizarre moment. Like, dude, we're two days away from the election here. I think he thought he was being funny. Yeah. And I think he thought he was using a nice word. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I, it came out of nowhere. It did, it did kind of come out of nowhere. So I don't, he was, you know, it didn't, he, a lot of people were upset about that. And <clears throat> I, you know, uh, more and more I'm starting to think, and, and again, you guys can call me up and tell me what you think. More and more I'm thinking that, no, he, his his moment Came and went. He had a great four years. It it really was a shining moment. I think he remade the presidential template or, recre- or recreated it as far as what a president can be capable of in four years if they don't think politically. But I, you know, I'd rather I think I'd rather see Ron DeSantis and somebody, some one of these other folks on the other side of that ticket. Here's Will. Will, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, son? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Uh- you know, man, uh, I, I early voted. Um, I voted for a variety of different candidates last week. And I mean, to be honest with you, when I look around the country, when I look at, you know, the, the Democrats and Republicans, my thoughts is like, this is the best we got for as far as candidates go. And I, I kind of I really wish, man, I could find a candidate that's kind of down the middle in some of this stuff. I mean. I'm a veteran, so I'm, you know I'm, I'm you know you know 30 years of service. So I'm you know I'm big on military, I'm right. big on law enforcement, healthcare. I'm a little bit liberal on education, and I, I just kind of feel I just kind of feel like all of these candidates just pick a side and they stick to the side no matter what, and it's real frustrating, man. I mean, I I, I feel you know around the country, I, I feel sorry for the people in Georgia. I mean, between I think it's Warnoff and Herschel Walker, Warnock, I'm like, yeah. man. There's, there's there's nobody else y'all could come up with, but I'm well, real, I'm real I, frustrated, right. man. I wish there was some strong third party candidates. We're a long way off from a viable third party, and I, it sucks because I agree with you. I, it'd be great to have a third party. I don't belong to either party. I, I'm kind of like you, and I, I'm mostly conservative, but I take from I'm more issue based. So depending on what the issue is. You know, I may have some social views that are maybe a little more liberal than what a lot of folks would expect from me. But, uh, you know, again, the two-party system, what you're, what you're describing really is more the swamp. You know what I mean? And the, hang on, the establishment of, uh, of uh, the political class. And uh, th- there, that's kind of the issue, and that that was never meant to be when these documents and the style of government were first crafted. It was never meant to be as all-encompassing as it is. They were not supposed to be such a thing as as a, as a, a political, you know, careerist, professional politicians. And so, you know, maybe slowly we can break that up, but it's not going to happen tomorrow. So, but thank you for your service. All right, thank you. Thank you. Peace. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I think if Trump did accomplish something of lasting value, uh, it, it really is that idea that 
you know, professional politicians are not the way to go. <laughs> and you look at a lot of these new folks that are coming on the scene, you know, they're all folks who, you know, like these Latinas, uh, 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 Myra and Cassie, uh, uh, these folks, uh, they have husbands who are, uh, who are uh, Border Patrol agents. You, you have another uh, woman in, uh, in, I believe it's uh, Northern Virginia, who is law enforcement. Um, we need more people in the system, populating the system, who themselves are not careerist politicians. And that's what Donald Trump did. Now, you can hate him or love him or think he's, you know, a braggart or he's rough around the edges or he's coarse or what have you. But that man did accomplish a hell of a lot in a short period of time. And they weren't, you know, they weren't major things that you had to do. Uh, pull back some of the regulations so the economy and the free market system can, can, can thrive. You know, uh, incentivize companies bringing their their uh, operations back stateside because you're cutting taxes on them. There's all kinds of things you can do that Donald Trump did that any president could have done before him or after uh, that are simple chess moves. And look at where we were. Weren't we selling rice to China? We, I think we were selling <laughs> rice to China at some point. You know, and uh, we were energy independent, and uh, this this was one term in office by someone who was not a professional politician, who were the politicians that our founding fathers envisioned, because they themselves were not professional politicians. So if you want to drain the swamp, we need additional, we need more people populating the system who are everyday working Americans who had some other gig before they decided to, uh, to, to get into public service. And that's how, in time, you drain the swamp, you restore some balance to what we got going on here. That ain't happening tomorrow. I'm sorry, tomorrow it's all ours. You got to vote all ours. Tomorrow you got to vote all ours. Because the current batch of Democrats we have uh, in leadership are destroying this country. Does that mean you're going to have to vote for a few swamp critter Republicans? Yes. Yep. But if you want my advice for what it's worth, yeah, tomorrow's all ours day. (laughs) you got to send a very clear message. Uh, And we have to have overwhelming numbers in case they do try to uh, cheat in some regard. We'll talk more. Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. It is the day before a big old election, the midterm elections tomorrow. Uh, wow, baby. Wow, baby. Sorry. Didn't pronounce a second B. Got a lazy mouth. And that's because I'm taking it easy today. I'm going to be somewhat lazy today. Uh, Newstalk 550 KTSA, because tomorrow is going to be a long day. Wednesday is going to be a real freaking long day. And uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. But we're taking your calls and letting you speak your minds. Now, Elon Musk, you heard this, I think, from ABC or Don Morgan, uh, that he just tweeted uh, just a little while ago to independent-minded voters, shared power, Shared power curbs the worst excesses of both parties. Therefore, I recommend voting for a Republican Congress, given that the presidency is Democratic. 
Uh, he had alluded to this in May uh, when he said, I have voted overwhelmingly for Democrats, historically overwhelmingly. I'm not sure. I might never have voted for a Republican, just to be clear. Now this election, I will. And uh, that's you know, it's it sounds simplistic, but a lot of you are agree in agreement with me. But tomorrow's got to be an all ours day. <laughs> and it, normally you wouldn't hear me say that. In any other uh, election or, or midterm election, you probably wouldn't hear me say something that strong. Uh, because again, I I I I, I feel that I am I am proudly unaffiliated. I, I I like to see myself as predominantly a common sense, middle of the road, issue based kind of a dude. And I have voted for Democrats in the past. Uh, more than likely, I vote for re- Republicans. I tend to vote conservative on most things. But I have voted for the odd Democrat in the past, but not this time. The the path we are on is is one of complete freaking madness. And uh, again, you stack it up. Whether you're talking about the economy, now we have a looming diesel shortage. They're already putting up signs in Pennsylvania, outside of Allentown, and up and down the East Coast, saying uh, no diesel, no diesel, no diesel. And uh, you you have a diesel shortage while we're in the midst of a of, of a recession, and it's just a it's a it's a perfect storm, and we don't have to be here. We don't have to be living this way. We weren't living this way two years ago. And you couple that with uh, the fact that we don't have a southern border and we have all kinds of nastiness coming across uh, the Rio Grande and into our country that are are bringing us hardship and misery. And that's not just the fentanyl, which you've heard this number a thousand times. is what, killing at least 300 people a day? Most of them are young people. There's all kinds of other human nastiness that comes with having an open border. And in the form of crime, in the form of trafficking, uh, Don Morgan was reporting on, I think, uh, a, a buttload of crystal meth that was, uh, that, was, that was apprehended or picked up. We are in a bad, bad place on a bad, bad track. I believe most of it's by design. I believe that there are people or forces at work here. In this country, and I'm not wearing my tinfoil hat. I ain't going all Alex Jonesy on you. This stuff is right in front of you. I think there are a lot of folks in uh, positions of leadership and people who have the ears of people in leadership or maybe the purse strings for people in leadership who truly want to bring this country to its knees so it can be rebuilt in some other form. Uh, It explains all of it including the crime that is, you know, affecting our own city at this point. So keep all this in your head when you go to the polls tomorrow, and yeah, vote all ours. It's really that important. It's really got to be overwhelming. Overwhelming. I'm not hitting all my syllables today for some strange reason. It happens when you're a professional broadcaster. Here's Jim. Jim, how you doing? Oh, we're not doing too bad, but you're in, I was going to make a comment about they want to get this country back on track. They need to get back to 18 enumerated powers and stick with it. How are they ever going to get to that? I have no, well, I know how to do it, but they ain't going to like my ideas. And what you said is by design, you're absolutely right. And if anybody doesn't believe that, tell them to go back and read that big 
uh, the real summit that the UN had back in, I think it was 98, and read the garbage they come up with. Mm. I mean, it's in print. They probably scrubbed it off. I don't know if it's on the web or not. I'm not very savvy with all this electronic stuff. But right, some right. of the stuff they had in that, in that real UN deal, that, that would scare the living hell out of anybody, that lick of sense. Yeah, because they, they, they want the one government to rule them all. They, they, it's this great reset stuff, and, and it's certainly at play here in this country. And in, in a global community where you have a one-world government, you can't have an exceptional nation like America tossing their weight around. Got to bring them down a few notches. And they've been at it for a number of generations, but it's really kicked into high gear now. And I was late to the party on this. I didn't believe it. I, I didn't believe a lot of this stuff at first, but um, it's definitely happening. And so, yeah, that's why, again, tomorrow is very important. Man, I appreciate the call, sir. All right, thank you. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Larry. Larry, what's going on? Oh, living the dream. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> you talking to the aliens? <laughs> yeah. So what's going on with you? What are you thinking? Well, I noticed a, a change in marketing on political. I went and uh, voted early. Right. And there was, a, there was a couple of people out there holding signs for a, uh, <coughs> excuse me, for a candidate, and the sign was all red, you know. They were and colored red. Huh? They were colored red. They had red lettering and stuff like that. The background was red. Wow. And, and they're the Democrats? Was, and they're Democrats. <laughs> wow, they're certainly not desperate, are they? Or condescending. <laughs> Just make the sign red, then those stupid idiots will vote for our guy. Because they won't realize. Holy crap, that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. That's funny. Red signs with Democrats on them. You guys aren't desperate or anything, are you? What, you think you're going to lose tomorrow? Is that what you're, you're worried about something? I would if I were you. And I, I don't buy the, I don't know what, what, what poll ABC is, is, is listing as far as this business of uh, voter enthusiasm is, is equal. I, I'm not buying that at all. I think if you're a Democrat today, you're depressed as hell. Are you a Democrat? Are you a Democrat? And are you depressed or are you enthused? Are you looking forward to tomorrow? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. couple of other things here. Uh, let's see. First off, uh, it's not going to matter at, at all as far as me personally how things go tomorrow because I, I plan on winning this $1.9 billion Powerball tonight. I've already got my ticket. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all she wrote. Um well, we'll see. There there was a story. That this guy, I want to bring this up briefly here, if I can find it on my computer screen, because my computer is a piece of crap here. I just got to uh, refresh stuff. We have this guy, this uh, Democrat guy. And we, we've kind of heard Democrats over the past few weeks, you know, the economy is probably their worst issue. And if you've noticed, they've tried to downplay how crummy the economy is. Uh, it was a Joy Reid, I guess, we had at the end of last week on MSNB Puke, who was going off on, oh, people don't even know what inflation is, and, and uh, Republicans have been, 
you know, teaching them about inflation, and and they don't they don't even know what it means. Like, cause you know, you and me are just a bunch of stupid rubes, and we've never heard the word inflation before until today. And then we have this guy who was the Democratic campaign chief, Sean Patrick Maloney, out of New York, who is uh, again in his own way trying to downplay the the economy. Uh, or being so horrible. And uh, let's see, he, he's, uh, he says, well, I grew up in a family where if the gas price went up, the food budget went down. So by this time of the week, we'd be eating Chef Boyardee if that budget wasn't going to change. So that's what families have to do. This, uh, that particular clip was actually from October uh, but it's haunted him a bit, and uh, he, you know he he's he's brought up this uh, so-called Inflation Reduction Act on a number of occasions. That you know, well, it's gonna it's really gonna save the economy, which it isn't. But how do you feel? This is where the disconnect kicks in, where you have Democrats and politicians who obviously themselves don't have to worry about what a gallon of gas costs. Or what a can of ravioli costs. Because of you and me, they live very well, uh, well-funded well lives, well-funded celebrity lifestyles. They live beyond and above the economy. So for a guy like this Maloney jerk to say, well, we'd be eating Chef Boyardee if we couldn't afford, uh, you know, if we had to do that for our budget. In other words, even though uh, people like me created this economic crisis that you people are living in, you selfish weirdos, why don't you be eating some ravioli? Why don't you be eating some Chef Boyardee? Why don't you crack open a can of SpaghettiOs? So remember that crap when you go into the uh, voting booth tomorrow as well. Your elite leadership, who, again, don't have to suffer this economy, are telling you that, well, if the gas prices get too high for you, maybe you ought to consider eating some Chef Boyardee. (laughs) Okay, that sounds like a plan, dude. 2022 midterms happen here. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. (laughs) Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Tomorrow's the day, man. Tomorrow's the day. Oh, holy crap. Let's get her done. Let's get her done. If you want to call up, call up or have any thoughts, uh, predictions uh, for tomorrow, 210-599-5555, Uh Again, uh, we'll be going into the night, into the night tomorrow with, uh, with Mr. Jack Riccardi, who I think is the finest political uh, analyst on the air today. Uh, in any market, and he uh, he he's the best there is. So we uh, he he's the one who takes over once the results start coming in, and uh, he goes until we know, <laughs> basically. So that's the plan for tomorrow, because the polls close, I believe, around seven, right about the time his his show wraps, and then uh, the coverage begins. And both he and Elaine, uh, our executive producer, uh, are, are just uh, working their butts off in preparation for this thing. And according to Governor Abbott, as we heard on Warren Rima earlier, uh, because of our election laws, this thing, uh, we're not going to be waiting days. We're not going to be waiting days and weeks to find out the results of our elections here in Texas.
Um, very disturbing, you know. And we 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 have a, a even though we keep hearing, you know, holy crap, you you and me we're, we're just such a threat. We're so dangerous and hate filled. We're the violent weirdos in the room. And you know what? The Paul Pelosi story. Here's where I am with that, and I think I reflect most Americans. Oh, who cares? They obviously tried to to uh, enhance that thing, whatever the hell that was, to validate their ongoing claims that mega people and Republicans in general and conservatives are so dangerous. And so some fat hippie shows up at Paul Pelosi's place. We found out on 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 Friday, I guess, and we were still on the air, that uh, he answered the door for the cops and didn't seem, uh, you know, to be all that worried about anything. So I, I, I don't even know what the hell happened there. Uh, Pelosi's already out of the hospital. He, hospital, he's in his 80s. He had a skull fracture. I think that's kind of weird in and of itself. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think they thought that would validate or you know their their claims of of hate-filled mega weirdos and it just didn't it just didn't it they botched it basically whatever their story was about this thing they freaking botched it and so now it's going to go away i don't think it had any impact whatsoever on any voters for any reason whatsoever and now it's going to go bye-bye basically Carrie Lake, on the other hand, uh, your gubernatorial uh, nominee for Arizona, received uh, on Saturday, I believe, uh, two envelopes with, quote, suspicious white powder and abusive language. Uh, Threatening messages is what the campaign uh, actually called these things. Uh, we have this guy, I believe, in North Carolina, whose parents' house was shot up by somebody. His kids were uh, were there, and uh, one of the bullets landed fairly close to one of the kids. That happened actually over three weeks ago, and we didn't hear about that until late last week, because the media doesn't want you doesn't want you focusing on the violence of the left. Uh, we, we've had, uh, an 18 year old lose his life over a political discussion, uh, because some, some jackass decided to run him over with his car. We had a Marco Rubio canvasser who's just in the wrong neighborhood, man, handing out flyers. They beat that guy so bad. He's probably going to need facial reconstruction. Uh, who was it? Did we have a, uh, I'm trying to think we had a, uh, a Republican supporter, a woman who was attacked and choked uh, at a rally, I think, over the weekend. Let me see if I can bring this up real quick. Uh, and there's actual video of, of a dude with his hands on her neck. So, you know, a, a point being, yeah, a Zeldin supporter. That's right, New York, Manhattan. Uh, a Hokel uh, supporter, uh, it was a Hokel rally, and she was a protester there uh, at the Stonewall Inn, uh, where Governor Hokel was there uh, in support of gay rights. He's there with a Bravo host. Ooh, that's shocking. <laughs> do they do gay stuff on Bravo? I'm just, I'm just asking. 
and a dude in shorts started choking this woman. Choking her. So, you know, it, it, it it's really obnoxious, all of this uh, unrelenting uh, whining and moaning about how you and me are a threat to democracy and we're so freaking dangerous. And I think this is something else that's going to play into the results tomorrow. People are sick and tired of being called terrorists and domestic threats when every single stinking day you have examples of liberal pukes being violent. Jane's Revenge, how many churches have they firebombed and lit on lit on fire or vandalized in, in pregnancy clinics? Not one arrest. These are the people who are threatening the lives of Supreme Court justices. But you and I are the problem. People are sick of it, man. And I think that's another factor that's going to play into uh, how things go tomorrow. Because it, it is rank hypocrisy. It is it is hypocrisy as policy is, is what it is at this point, man. I know you are, but what am I? If you're a Democrat, especially a Democrat in leadership, because if you're just an ordinary Democrat, you're probably depressed as crap today. I can't blame you. But pretty much anything a a Democrat uh, in a a leadership position right now accuses you of being is actually true of themselves. And the thing is, people are waking up to this. They are woke to that reality when the whole country appears to be going to crap. And uh, the violence is off the charts. And frankly, a lot of Democrats are committing acts of violence. But, you know, we got to worry about a fat hippie in San Francisco who, for all we know, took a spongy, uh, a spongy hammer to Paul Pelosi. People don't care anymore. That story, they botched it on that story. They just absolutely freaking botched it. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Again, kind of leaving the phone lines open today for your thoughts and predictions for tomorrow and big old election day. And talking about some other stuff, uh, 210-599-5555. I, I don't, uh, Don Morgan's probably working. I don't know if he's there because he sits behind me now. But uh, frankly, I saw something online that disturbed me deeply this weekend. And I, it involves Don Morgan, and I have to bring it up. Oh, no, Don. <laughs> Wasn't me. What are you doing? It, it was you, Don. <laughs> it was you. All right. You and your wife, Georgia, who's a wonderful human being. You've already put up your Christmas tree. Yes, we did. You got your Christmas tree already up. Right. Yeah, up and decorated. You got it up early on Sunday, too, didn't you? It was Sunday, wasn't it? Uh, Saturday. It was Saturday. Right. What time did you get your ass up to put that tree up? What time did you get up? Well, it felt like it was a long, a whole day process. I bet it was. No, not really. I just had to go pick it up. We went over. She picked it out, and I went over and, and got it for her, and... Brought it home, set she likes, it up. She likes to start Christmas early, doesn't well, she? Well, you know, the, the thing is she works, you know, six, sometimes seven days a week. Right. So in order for her to, and she loves to decorate for the holidays. Right. And so in order for her to get everything done that she wants to get done, she has to start early. Right. Because if not, if she waits till, you know, say mid-November, by the time she's done, it's time to take it all back down again. 
Um, well, so but thanks to your now. example, though, I think we're going to be putting ours up soon, too. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I think my, <laughs> my wife's already hitting the Dollar Tree for all the uh, And you know what's funny, though? Decorations she needs. Is, is Georgia posted the picture of her tree, and, and, I, and at some point, um, she, you know, she tagged me in it. And then at some point, your wife's name pops up as, you know, serial like this, this poster you're tagging. I know. And I looked and I saw that she had, you know, not only did she like it, she loved it. The little heart was on there. The little heart was on. And so I looked. She had at, a heart on. <laughs> Jesus. And there was a much heart. rejoicing. Yay. And there was much rejoicing. But I, I looked at Georgia and I said, I know what's happening over oh, at Sean's God. house right now. Syria's looking at Sean and saying, Where's my tree, Sean? She is. She's already picking up, getting the Christmas decorations out. We're already watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, you guys are so blessed. We haven't gone that far yet. James, are you going to rub your singleness in my face one more time, are you? I put up one little wreath outside my door, and that's it. That's it. No, not for Don and I. I We're married, guys. When Uh, I was single, I never never decorated for the holidays when I was on my own. I just, just didn't. I don't remember being single. <laughs> I've been single very little in my life, and that's fine. I'm very happily married. We had a great weekend. And now it's all going to be just a freaking Christmas wonderland because Don had to put up his tree and his wife had to put up their tree. And now my wife is obsessed with Christmas decorations. Worlds colliding. Do you know I'm watching the Hallmark Channel and their Christmas movies, and Bo Bridges is in one, Jeff Bridges' is brother. Um, who else did I see in a freaking hall? The guy that played Taub on House MD is in a freaking... Uh, Brian Doyle Murray, brother of Bill Murray, is playing Santa Claus in a stinking Hallmark movie. What do you kids want? Right. <laughs> I give you a turn to pull. <laughs> and then uh, you got... Uh, Dookie. Dookie. The guy from Train, this lead singer from Train, is showing up in these things. Pat. Pat Monahan. Pat Monahan is in Hallmark Monahan freaking movies. What is it? I don't care. Yeah. He's a good dude. What's he doing in these damn Hallmark movies? He's a double threat. God. <laughs> it's Hallmark movies all weekend long. It's Christmas in Aspen once again. Oh, here we go. Welcome to Christmas on Culebra. I still want to see that. That'd be awesome. I still want to see a West Side Hallmark movie. You know, you and Taylor ought to, ought to do something. <laughs> we should. That. See if Taylor's available anytime. It's and Christmas on Culebra. <laughs> this meth lab has been in our family for many generations. <laughs> but these corporate guys from Houston want to buy me out. <laughs> they sent a representative. His name is Julian. <laughs> this is my daughter. She runs the meth lab. I will never sell to Houston. I will sell meth out of the back of my van before I sell our lab, our family lab to Houston. A very special. Wait a second. Why don't we just talk this over? My friends in Houston have some good plans for this meth lab. Christmas on Calabra on the Hallmark Channel, starring George Lopez. I'm sorry. That was so racist. Two <laughs> Just unwrap a tamale. Just unwrap a tamale. <laughs> Papa, it is time to wrap the tamales and to cook the meth. <laughs> Don't get them confused. Don't get them confused. 
<laughs> you're, you're, don't smoke matzah. <laughs> <laughs> what you white people call corn. Um, <laughs> we called it matzah. Jesus, stop it. What? <laughs> Christmas on Calabra on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> With those fireworks? No, get down, you fool! Get on the floor! He's sticking Christmas on Glebra! <laughs> I found this little figurine for you of the Mother Mary at the Ingram Mall. I brought it for you, even though you're from Houston and you're trying to take over our meth lab. Is this where they fall in love? They fall in love. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And they says, you know what, baby? I ain't going back to Houston. I'm going to stay right here on Calabria with you for the rest of my life and help you and your daddy with your meth lab. And the daddy is Danny Trejo. <laughs> yes. Danny Trejo. <laughs> It'd be great. You take good care of my daughter and my meth lab, or I will kill you with a machete. <laughs> All right. Christmas on Calabria. <laughs> someone's someone's writing it up right now, guaranteed. <laughs> it's another Babcock miracle. <laughs> A Babcock miracle. <laughs> Babcock miracle. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, class. another Babcock miracle on the Hallmark Channel, on the Hallmark Channel. Good God, two one zero, two one zero, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Miracle on Babcock. Bunuelos on Babcock <laughs> tonight on the Hallmark Channel. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're so stupid. Stop it. <laughs> Christmas is coming to Culebra. People will die, but it will be a very merry Christmas in the end. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you about my... <laughs> That's terrible, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, man, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 107.1. Final few moments of the show before Mark B. Van Camp and Robbins come up, and uh, tomorrow's the day. Yeah, get out there and vote. There was interesting uh, that, uh, I don't know if you saw this. I'm not going to play the audio because you really don't hear anything on the audio, but uh, John Fetterman was having a rally uh, all over the weekend. <laughs> Uh, one of his last, you know, one of the last ones he's going to have. I think Obama was there with him. And he comes out, and he's got all these flags behind him. <laughs> and he started talking about Obama, I think, right? And then the, fl- the a wind comes along, and as he's standing there, blows all the American flags over. It looked like visual effects. They were dead. Just, they were just gone <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I mean, it's windy. You can hear it. Yeah. And then he yells, I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. 
get all the flags. The God took all the flags down behind him. I mean, there was like ten, yeah. easily ten or more flags. Yeah, and they all. I mean, and people have been saying this is a metaphor, a visual metaphor for where the Democrats are right now. Uh, that was hilarious, man. That's uh, let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what he had, what he had said before, right before the wind kicks in. He was get, he was introducing Obama as a sedition-free president, and right as he said that, the wind picked up and knocked all the flags over. Ronald McDaniel, a perfect metaphor for Democrats' control of Congress. Uh, Ian Miles Chang, uh, someone up there doesn't like it when Fetterman lies. <laughs> perfect metaphor for Fre- Fetterman's campaign, Donald Trump Jr. It really was an interesting moment. So we'll well hell we'll we'll just see how things go tomorrow again also very strange <sighs> and I'm not into end times theology I don't spend a lot of time thinking about end, as a Christian I don't spend a lot of time thinking about end times theology you know I figure if I can get the man in the mirror doing stuff right it won't matter right but uh, th- this is a little biblical just a smidge. That tomorrow we're going to have a blood moon lunar eclipse. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds a little revelation-y, doesn't it? Just a smidge. That we're going to have a total eclipse of a blood moon. And it's not going to happen again for another three years. And it's supposed to happen tomorrow night on election night. You know what time? Uh, let's see. Like, we can observe it, right? Oh, yeah, you'll be able to see it. It's going to last about 90 minutes. Uh, well, it's going to actually be in the, guys, it's going to be in the morning from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. or 5.16 a.m. to 6.41 a.m. Eastern Time, which would be... 6-something to 7-something us. 6-something to 7-something us. And I, I'm not. I cannot. I'm not sure in my reading here if that means that happens. Technically Wednesday. I guess that would be tomorrow morning. I'm thinking. All right. I don't know, but it is kind of weird. Uh, so I don't know if you'll be able to see it as well as some of the other blood moons we've had. But maybe. But you got to be up. You got to be up early in the morning. But it is a little weird <laughs> on a major election. That and I don't think I'm peeing in the wind here. I mean, we're talking about an election that really is going to determine the direction this country takes. And we are on a crummy, crummy track right now. So one could argue that that the election itself is of biblical proportions, if you think about it, because uh, the church is under attack in this country big time. But you had a blood moon eclipse on top of it, and I'm thinking, you know, do I need my frog umbrella? Do you know? Are we, do I need some locust spray? Uh, you know, for for uh, uh, election day. So that's that's just an interesting part of it. Uh, I want to end the show on a happy note uh, because uh, once again, we all know what we have to do tomorrow. If you haven't voted yet, you you, you got to get out there and 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 do your part. Uh, which is what I'll be doing. We didn't vote. Uh, we didn't do early voting, so uh, we'll be uh, uh, we'll be uh, voting tomorrow. Uh, but man, the Astros! God, that was a good game. That was such a fun game. I tell you what, Saturday night 
was everything that I love about baseball in one game. And I'm, I'm by no means am I an expert in baseball. It's just something I've watched my whole life uh, since I would follow the Orioles uh, in you know when I was growing up in Maryland. But that was just a great freaking game all the way. Not all the way. The first half was kind of it was kind of iffy. But we got the home run. Then we got the you know we, we, my wife and I are just sitting there, and then it's oh, I just got three more three more runs and they win. Two more two more outs two more outs and they win. One more out and they win. And I, what I love about baseball is that stuff just sort of happens, and you don't know exactly when it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden. The Astros are the 2022 world champions, and it was just such a great moment. It was such a fun game to watch. All the kids got today off. They closed all the schools. They closed everything off in Houston. They're having a big parade through town. Yeah, businesses, schools. (laughs) It's it's party time in H. Well, good for them, man. The whole they deserve it, right? Last time they won in 2017, you had all kinds of controversy. So I'm happy for them, man. Well done. All right. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, uh, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Get out there and vote tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.